Hello everyone. I'm going to read chapter 4 now. Success is your duty. One of the greatest turning point in my life occurred when I stopped casually waiting for success and instead started to approach it as a duty, obligation and responsibility. I literally began to see success as an ethical issue or duty to my family, company and future rather than as something that may or may not happen to me. I spent 17 years getting a formal education that was to prepare me for the world and not one course was in success. Not once did anyone talk to me about the importance of success, much less what I had to do in order to get it. Amazing years of education, information, hundreds of books, time in class and money, yet I was still missing a purpose. However, I was fortunate enough to have two distinct experiences in my life that served a major wake-up calls. My existence and survival were being sent, were being seriously threatened in both cases. The first occurred when I was 25. My life was a pitiful maze caused by years of approaching life aimlessly drifting with no real purpose or focus. I had no money, plenty of uncertainty, no direction, too much free time and still hadn't made a commitment to approach success as an obligation. Had I not had this realization and gotten serious about my life, I don't think I would be alive today. You know, you don't need to grow old to die. I was dying at that age of 20 as a result of no direction and no purpose. At that time, I couldn't hold a job, had surrounded myself with losers was terminally hopeless and if that weren't enough, enough, using drugs and alcohol on a daily basis. Had I continued on without a serious wake-up call, I would have continued to live a mediocre existence at best and probably much worse. Had I not committed to a life of success, I would not have identified my purpose and would have merely spent a lifetime fulfilling everyone else's purpose. Let's face it, there are plenty of people living mere existence and I should know. At that time in my life, I was in sales and treated it with disdain. When I committed to sales as a career and that decided to whatever I had in order to become successful at selling, my life changed. My second awakening took place at the age of 50, when the economy was going through the biggest contraction since the Great Depression. Literally every aspect of my life was being put at risk, as it was for billions of other individuals, companies, industries, and even entire economics. I became evident almost overnight that my company was not powerful enough in its sector and its future was in jeopardy. Additionally, my financial well-being was being put in jeopardy. What Others thought was tremendous financial wealth was now in danger as well. I remember turning on the TV one day and hearing report about how unemployment numbers were increasing. Wealth was being destroyed due to stock market and housing corrections. Homes were being foreclosed on. Banks were shutting down and companies were being bailed out by the government. I realized then that I had put my family, my companies and myself in a precarious situation because I had started to rest on my laurels and had discontinued approaching success as my duty, obligation and responsibility. I had lost my focus and purpose. 
At both of these pivotal points in my life, I woke up to the fact that success is important in order to have a full life. In the second case, I realized that greater quantities of success are necessary than most people calculate and the continued pursuit of success should be approached not as a choice but as an absolute must. Most people approach success in the same way that I did when I hadn't committed to it. They look at it as though it doesn't matter, like it's an option or perhaps just something that only happens to other people. Others settle for just a little success, believing if they have a little, everything will be all right. Treating success as an option is one of the major reasons why more people don't create it for themselves and why most people don't even get close to living up to their full potential. Ask yourself how close you are to your full capability. You might not like the answer very much. If you don't consider it your duty to live up to your potential, then you simply won't. If it doesn't become an ethical issue for you, then you won't be obligated and driven to fulfill your capacity. People don't approach the creation of success as a must-have obligation, do-or-die mission, gotta have it, hungry dog on the back of a meat truck mentality. They then spend the rest of their lives making excuses for why they didn't get it. And that is what happens when you consider your success to be an alternative rather than obligation. In many homes, we consider success to be vital to our family's future survival. My wife and I are on the same page with this. We meet often to talk about why it is so important and determine exactly what we have to do to keep secondary issues out of the way. I don't just mean success in monetary terms, but in every area, our marriage, health, religion, contribution to the community and future, even long after we are gone. You have to approach the notion of success the way good parents approach the duty to their children. It's an honor, an obligation and a priority. Good parents will do whatever it takes to take care of their children. They will get up in the middle of the night to feed the baby, work as hard as they have to in order to clothe and feed the children, fight for them, even put their lives at risk to protect them. This is the same way you must envision success. Quit lying to yourself. It is fairly common for people who don't get what they want to provide justification and even lie to themselves. By minimizing how valuable success is to them, it is easy to spot this trend in our society today within entire demographics and population segments. You can read it in books, hear it in chores, and see it promoted in schools. For example, children who cannot get what they want will fight for a little while, cry for a bit, and then convince themselves that they never wanted it in the first place. It is entirely okay to admit that you wanted something that didn't come to fruition. In fact, this is the only thing that will help you eventually reach the goal, despite the obstacles you'll encounter along the way. Even the most fortunate and well-connected people among us must do something to put themselves in the right place at the right time in front of the right people. As I mentioned at the end of a previous chapter, luck is just one of the byproducts of those who take the action, most action. The reason why successful people seem lucky is because success naturally allows for more success. 
People create magical momentum by reaching their goal, which compels them to set and eventually reach even loftier goals. Unless you are privy to the action, you don't see or hear about the number of times the successful went for it and failed. After all, the world pays attention only when they are winning. Colonel Sanders, who made Kentucky fried chicken famous, pitched his idea more than 80 times before anyone bought the concept. It took Stallone only three days to write the script for Rocky and the movie crossed 200 million. But when he wrote it, he had no money to his name, could not afford to heat his apartment and even had to sell his dog for $50 just to be able to buy food. Walt Disney was laughed at for his idea of an amusement park and yet now people all over the world spend $100 a ticket and save up their whole life just to have a family vacation at Disney World. Don't be confused by what looks like luck to you. Lucky people don't make successful people. People who completely commit themselves to success seem to get lucky in life. Someone once said, the harder I work, the luckier I get. We can even take this one step further. If you are able to repeatedly attain success, it becomes less of a success and more of a habit. Almost, almost everyday life for some people. Successful people have even been described as having a certain magnetism, some X factor or magical charm that seems to surround and follow them. Why? Because successful individuals approach success as a duty, obligation, and responsibility, and even a right. Let's say that there's an opportunity for success in the vicinity of two people. Do you think it will end up with the person who believes success in his or her duty, who reaches out and grabs it, or the, per, or the one who approaches it with a take-it-or-leave-it attitude? I think you know the answer. And despite the oft-used phrase, there are no such thing as an overnight success. Success always comes as a result of earlier action. No matter how seemingly insignificant they are and or how long they were taken, no one who refers, anyone who refers to a business, product, actor or band as an overnight success neglects to understand the mental stakes that certain individuals have made in order to force this part. They don't see the countless actions taken before these people actually created and acquired their must-deserve victory. Success comes about as a result of mental and spiritual claim to own it, followed by taking necessary action over time until it is acquired. If you approach it with any less gusto than your ethical and moral obligation, moral duty, obligation, responsibility to your family, your company and your future, you are, will most likely not create it and have even more difficulty keeping it. I guarantee that when you, your family and your company begin to consider success to be a responsibility and an ethical issue, then everything else will immediately start to shift. Although ethics are certainly a personal issue, most people would agree that being ethical is not necessarily limited to telling the truth or stealing money. Our definition of ethics can certainly be expanded from that, perhaps even to include the notion that we are required to live up to the potential with which we have each been blessed. 
I even suggest that failing to insist upon abundant amounts of success is somewhat unethical. To the degree that electing to our personal best is and every day is ethical, then failing to do so is a violation of ethics. You must constantly demand success as a duty, obligation, and responsibility. I am going to show how, show you how to guarantee that this happens in any business or industry at any time, despite all obstacles and in whatever volumes you desire. Success must be approached from an ethical viewpoint. Success is a duty, obligation, and responsibility. Thank you for listening.